0: is it empathic or empathetic
1: empathetic yata talaga alam ko empathic oh my god kasi
0: kasi kasi, think, kasi kasi, 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 <laughs> kasi di ba kasi alam ko may, sa empath kaya may empathic tapos kapag pero it sound hindi ko alam
1: pero feeling ko google ni Mickey right
0: now oh, kasi, kasi kasi ang sympathy di ba sympathetic Hindi naman
2: uh, 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 uh. Yeah, it means the same thing. And say, is the go, older
0: word. Older, okay. Sige. Hi, we are Happy Education Lab, a Manila-based design and research firm
1: working to make well-designed learning experiences for everyone. You're listening to Happy Hour.
2: Tara, kwentuhan tayo.
1: Hi, I'm Kay and I'm a learning experience designer. On this episode of Habi Hour, I've got my two friends, Miguel and Nikki, with me. Miguel teaches grade 11 social studies in a private school, and Nikki is a well being officer in a training and consulting company. She also once worked with us at Habi. In this episode, we talk about empathy and making learning happen in such weird and unprecedented times. Well, thank you, Nikki and Miguel, for joining us. In Habi, before we start our workshops and before we start anything, we always like to start with a check-in because we want to we feel natin in the room. It's 5 p.m. Gusto ko kayo How are you feeling at the end of the day? So, so
0: I will start alphabetically. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's it's actually 5.28. And <laughs> and <laughs> I am physically tired, Uh, I am emotionally spent, and mentally drained um, from a full day of work and doing chores.
1: Thanks, Miguel. Nikki, how are
2: Yeah, it's the end of a long work day, but I feel good. I was really energized by the last meeting that I just came from. Just hearing my colleagues uh, articulate that they're supportive of each other. You know, they're ta- asking each other to take a break, to rest. And just hearing that makes me feel really good. So I'm in a space where I can be more supportive of others because I'm well-rested.
1: Thanks, Nikki. Ako naman, um, same as you, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, the workday, medyo leisurely work yung ginagawa ko ngayon. Hindi ako masyadong pe pressure by any deadlines. So hopefully the fact na kaming dalawa ni Nikki we're in a good mood today, um, we can support Migs throughout the recording of this conversation. Interesting yung na-share mo, Migs, that you're feeling quite tired because I can't imagine what it's like being a teacher in this time. So kwento mo naman sa amin ma mahirap mag-adjust with the new online setup.
0: parang at every month may bagong challenge. parang every end of the week there's uh, a new directive uh, or a new uh, parang nakakalanga namin gawin sabi ng supervisor namin. Um, hindi ako maka-adjust dahil laging babago yung laging babago yung situation. not just with uh, not just with how I teach ma- with my students, but also with how the expectations of ng, my ng supervisors ko and ng administrators in It's that it's na it's laging that so not not get it's rhythm, that routine. we that it's not that so that it's not that it's not mahirap mag-adjust. kasi walang, a, walang na parang baseline dito tayo.
2: Yeah, it's, I know there's a lot of pressure on teachers right now. I think parents are looking to teachers to support them um, about how they can make learning happen at home. Students are, of course, looking to their teachers. And even um, all of these, as as Miguel said earlier, all of these directives from up, from higher-ups, all of these pressures, they're being brought down to teachers. So it's a really challenging, challenging time for teachers. Teachers do have a lot of influence, they have a lot of touch points, but there are so many demands on teachers right now.
1: Ikaw, Nikki, um, I know that you are doing a lot of webinars, so you're also teaching, but not in a classroom. The only way for me to
2: make learning happen during this time is to do it online, thus all the webinars. So there are no more face to face trainings for the near foreseeable future. Everything has to happen online. And so all of the activities I imagine people would have enjoyed like pair shares or just being able to recite and raise your hand. All of these are now um, mediated by technology which in a way can dilute the experience. But if uh, you use technology in other creative ways, it makes up for that lack of face-to-face contact as
1: well. But sometimes, just trying to be more creative about the tech tools that we use isn't enough. I mean, there's always that difficulty making those connections when you are not in the same place as the other person, I think.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, one of the one of the things uh, we need to build up as educators this this year as a pandemic, is the sense of connection or the empathy, no.
1: I think that empathy is a word that we hear a lot as educators. I mean, we're always invited to put ourselves in the shoes of our learners so that we can design powerful. And meaningful learning experiences that are suited to their context but I also wanted to ask Nikki if there's a deeper way that we can look at empathy
2: from a psych perspective we would split empathy into two components there's the cognitive understanding or knowing what that other person is feeling and there's also the affective component that is actually feeling what that other person is feeling so to have a complete sense of empathy you b- you should be able to identify their emotion But not just leave it at that. Actually feel, try to sense, try to connect with something
1: in yourself that makes you feel what that other person is feeling. Thanks, Nikki. Um, Natural ba to empathize with another people. Does it come easy? Natututunan ba siya? Well, empathy is taught to everyone.
2: And it's not, it doesn't have to be explicitly taught in school, it's something that we learn from each other. As Even as we're babies, even as we're infants, toddlers growing up, people are empathizing with us. And from that, we're learning to do that with others. So someone who has never experienced empathy, someone who grew up in isolation, will not know how to empathize because empathy is learned. And knowing that it's learned, it's a behavior that's learned, then you can enhance it even more as a skill. If you're very intentional about wanting to be more empathic towards others, then you can boost your Um, the behaviors and that skill even more.
1: Okay, thanks, Nikki. Gusto kong itanong sa inyo, did it come naturally for the two of you to empathize with your learners?
0: Yung yung goal kasi talaga as a teacher was to make my lessons accessible. Uh, Especially, I started out teaching Christian living and religion values education classes. So I wanted to make it accessible na hindi siya magmumuhang sermon or or pinapagalitan lang sila nat mali yung mali yung iniisip nila ganyan or yung value system nila and so i wanted to make it accessible so i always came from the perspective of mag mag-enjoy ba yung mga students ko dito sa gagawin matuto matutuwa ba sila sa sa papagawa ko Parang ma-intindihan ba nila yung lesson ko Ayan. kasi kung kung hindi kung hindi ko yun masasagot with a yes ba, hindi siya magiging accessible hindi siya magiging enjoyable and ako din hindi hindi ako matutuwa sa performance ko as a teacher na, no. uh, so so i think nandon nag-start yung empathy ko to my student to make it accessible i had to understand I had to understand their their lives and <laughs> yeah. what was important to them, what they were doing, what they were thinking, what they were watching. Well, and yung, yung yung it came to a point na na yung mga, yung mga examples ko off the top of my head. I Justin Bieber, one direction. kasi yun yung <laughs> Yan yung mga yan yung mga tumatatak sa mga students ko. Ayan. Uh, naalala ko nagbigay nagbigay ako nag, nag, nag nagtok ako sa parish. Niyan tapos nag-realize ko 10 minutes into my into my talk dun sa mga parish mates ko. Mga, mga 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 titas of mga titas of Antipolo. <laughs> uh, ay hindi na lang nag-gets yung mga example ko kasi pag last mas sinasabi ko, si Justin Bieber." Hindi nila kilala 'yan. <laughs> But pero then and then nagsimulan na, na alam ko kung ano yung pinahahalaga ng mga estudyante ko kaya alam ko kung paano ayusin yung mga lesson plans ko yung mga yung mga activities ko na na magugustuhan nila and i think that's that's a good start for for empathy yeah.
1: how different is it empathizing when we were teaching face to face Versus now, when you are only seeing them online, may nagbago ba sa proseso mo? May nagbago ba sa, I guess, amount of empathy that you are able to extend?
0: Maraming changes, no? Uh, just yung physical, yung physical distance lang na nawala, and yan. And yung social cues. Aminin na na, pag, 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 pag nagtuturo ako, may dalas pag pag, pag scan sa classroom. May mga few students din na parang sila yung barometer sa classroom. Pag nakakunot yung noo nila, kailangan mm-hmm. ko itong kulitin. Ay, nasasabi ko kapag medyo tumatango na sila ng konte gets na gets na halos lahat 'yon. You know, there may 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 barometer tayo sa classroom. Uh so even just that simple thing na wala uh, kasi kasi we can't I can't scan sa class sa sa online classes na nakukuha na ba nila yon tang tumatawa ba sila gigets ba nila yung joke corny ba ako masyado and so so those uh, those cues uh, that help contextualize yung learning nawala and because wala na yon <laughs> kailangan kailangan ko mag exert ng 200% more energy into into understanding my students na uh, i when i give pang a 5 minute lecture tungkol sa feminist theory kasi katatapos lang namin ng feminist theory so mag so, so explain ko ano ang feminist theory kasi na Wollstonecraft na uh, na natutunan ko na maghihintay ako ng 1 minute 30 seconds at least na nakatingin lang ako na ka smile sa camera stoo wait for them to ask questions to type questions kasi hindi sya na paka magtataas sila ng kamay at okay na yon i have to wait kailangan hintayin sila so those i guess yon so, so 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 sa ganung malit na bagay lang kailangan baguhin yung paraan ng pagtuturo 'di ba kasi dahil iba na yung setup natin <laughs> dahil hindi this this is not Kansas anymore to to <laughs>
2: I agree with Miguel. Um, We have definitely taken for granted all of the nonverbal cues. And because we don't have that as often anymore, because even if you had your camera on, it's just shoulder upwards. But there's so many other ways that other parts of your body speak. When you slouch, it means you're getting tired or you're feeling lazy, or you just don't have that much energy anymore. You don't really see that on camera anymore. And that's when the camera is on. So for other students who are trying to save bandwidth or don't have that much data allocation, they, their cameras are off and you would understand that why they have to do that. So you have no cues at all. You have no visible cues about how they're feeling at that moment. So there's an extra effort from the part of the trainer or the teacher for getting information about how the audience or the students are feeling. So I know a lot of people are turning towards Mentimeter or Slido or polls, Zoom polls, to be able to get more responses from their students. And that's one way that we're trying to make up for the lack of organic sensing of what the other person is feeling.
1: So kung kanina pinag-usapan natin, these are the ways that teachers are trying to empathize with their students more in the classroom. I want to know, sa tingin ninyo, is there a, a wrong way to be empathetic, you think? I think one of the traps for this is,
2: and again, it depends on the situation, and the context, one of the traps is when a teacher says, I know what you're feeling. Or someone says, I know exactly what you're feeling. Because you saying that can actually make a person feel misunderstood because you can't fully capture. You can't fully know what another person is feeling. So when, when that kind of message is said too early or it's said without getting enough information about the other person, it can make people feel um, misunderstood and not validated. So that is one one attempt towards being more
1: empathic that actually becomes a downfall for that person. Um I read this really interesting idea from a book called Radical Candor and they introduce the idea of ruinous na empathy wherein um we hold back on the things that we want to say kasi natatakot tayo na baka masaktan yung person or uh, maybe this feedback is going to hurt their feelings, but actually, it's um, actually work. I don't want to say projection, because I'm not sure if it's projection really, but we might be making assumptions about the way that they feel. So Yun for me um, is a kind of empathy that's not very helpful.
0: We forget ourselves trying to put ourselves in other people's shoes. I think yung 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 yun, yung, yun yung wrong way I guess quote unquote wrong way of of empathy uh, also kung yung kung gagawin natin na end goal ay empathy I I don't think that would be beneficial as well parang empathy shouldn't be the end parang it's a way to process kasi kung para empathy lang tayo baka baka hindi din natin baka wala din tayong maturo sa ating mga students kasi empathize na tayo ng empathize niyan or baka wala or wala silang matutunan kasi naaawa tayo sa kanila na ay kulang sila ng ano kulang sila ng tulog kulang sila ng pahinga na kawawa ka naman and so uh, maybe there should be a bigger goal rather than just understanding what others are going through
2: on on what you said, Miguel. On I read this article that people have a tendency to empathize with the present version of that person, when in fact they should try to empathize as well with the future version of that person. So if you're empathizing with the present version of your student, na having a hard time, you have this tendency to want to. Remove all of the challenges from their lives, but that won't be very productive because if you're just focusing on the present, then what about the future? When that uh, student would actually have uh, felt accomplished by pushing through challenges? What about the future yeah. when um, that 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 person, yeah, just just did their best during tough times and made it, and now they feel really proud of themselves? So empathy shouldn't just be about uh, the current situation, you should also be empathizing with the future self of that student as well.
0: Oh, controversial topic. Kaya ako medyo conflicted sa, did yung sa calls
2: for to
0: end the SEM or those no students left behind? Uh, kasi kasi nga, uh, I understand why students are asking for this. Da laluna ngayong binagyo
1: mm-hmm.
0: tapos a good 10% of them ay binaha ayan oh, tapos gosh. may may mga kasagsagan ng pag at ng at nang baha at lahat ng yun. may mga email ako natanggap na sir paano po yung requirements and parang sakit. ansakit <laughs> sakit na binaha ka kasi yun yung iniisip mo and um and nag nag nag-build up lang talaga yung requirements na, na lang is submit through no one's fault. Kasi literally, nagtanong na kami sa mga teachers isa-isa, ano yung mga kailangan paggawa? Tapos ganito lang. So, hindi naman siya marami, pero pag nagsama-sama na. Mm-hmm. Yan. Tapos, tapos five days lang naman yung pede mong I- ibigay para sa deadline. So magkakasama-sama talaga sila. And it Really, parang so ang parang yun hindi 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 yon katulong <laughs> saan nila, aniyan. Awa, ang, ang hirap talaga at may may mga times na hindi siya makatarungan at inisip ko din na kung tatapusen na ang sem ngayon sa sa konting ng natutunan ng naturo natin, na naturo ko, may 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 point pa ba ha? may ano yung point ng ano yung point ng ng school this anong point ng school year natin kung kung ititigil na natin dito Mahir, nah, nahirapan ako gumawa ng very firm stance on the on the on the issue to end the semester or end the school year now dahil dun, we we emphasize with the future mm-hmm. Of our students,
2: I have a question. Do you yeah. feel like everything mm-hmm. that you're teaching now is essential for their success? Like, if they they don't answer those requirements, if they miss this semester, do you think that would severely hamper their success?
0: Some mga students ko, and with my subject, no. I am teaching. Disciplines and ideas in the social sciences, SA twenty one something like that. Mm, I mean, yeah. Yeah. so, si Marx, si Weber, Durkheim, So, yeah. totally un- non essential. I mean, um, things they already know. Nalagay na lang natin ng labels. Pero um, as a whole. I think they need this. <laughs> Kailangan mm. nila to for a sense of normalcy. Ang mm. For because yun na ba? Yun yung yun yung ko, yun, na ko na, na ipush natin na na magpatuloy ang school kahit na kahit na mahirap 'di ba na, na hindi siya hindi siya sobrang 100% kasi kailangan natin kailangan nila na na may may certain percent ng brain nila na 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 may sense of na ito pa rin ginagawa natin na student pa rin ako na ito pa rin hmm. nangyayari sa buhay ko kahit na lahat na ng iba ay nagbago yeah. and for for some students din sa, sa sa provinces 'di ba yung mga scholars na pag to Miguel yo pag tumigil yung school antas taas nang chance na hindi na sila babalik. ba Yung... Mm. ba kasi mag, anong gagawin nila mag, magtatrabaho sila for one school year tapos kikita sila pera tapos malamdas sabihin natin kailangan natin ng extra income din para makabalik ang uh, mm. they 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 did did it There's yeah. so many
2: factors to consider Yeah. yeah, I do understand that it gives them that sense of routine and uh, when in a world where everything is so unpredictable right now, that is such a valuable thing to have. But at the same time, I'm thinking, do they need this much pressure? Given that there's already so much pressure from the situation, from the pandemic, from the typhoon, it. I, I think it wouldn't hurt their success at all to just reduce reduce some of these requirements like if you want i think this is a good time to tap into intrinsic love for learning if you have the capacity and if you want to learn more then go for it um submit the requirements do the work but for the people who are severely affected by everything then i don't know kind of make it optional that's like my thought for this make it optional it's it's not something that will that should be bothering you while your your house is being flooded, while you have so many things on your mind, like, I think s- simple school requirements should be one less thing. That's just no, my... No, parang
0: para feeling ko magandang magandang simula dapat ito ang nangyari sa atin ngayon with online learning, na pag natin kung bakit ito yung mga tinuturo nating lessons. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh,
0: why <laughs> why <laughs> why?
1: <laughs> why and uh, oh my parang ko na the people are the, the teachers the administrators they're already they already made an attempt to whittle down yung subjects yeah. into yeah. what they deem to be essential pero my individual perspectives parang this doesn't seem very essential. I think that this is something that they learn not in a formal setting. Parang ganun.
2: Yeah. And I feel like there's one more thing that we can explicitly share with our students that these things um will not be the determinants of your success. I think it's more the the habits that they form the attitudes that they have that will be more important down the line like if they miss this semester it's not gonna be a um if they choose for it not to be it doesn't have to hinder their success mm-hmm. yeah and
0: and I think I think andaming andaming na lessons talaga na 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 mga students with with this pandemic and lockdown situation with a seeing yung and with with their with their move for again academic freeze just just seeing just seeing their desire and to organize themselves to to speak up to 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 the school as an institution parang hmm. y- yun yung yun yung mga lesson na hindi natin matuturo at yun yung lesson na pinakamahalaga and Ang, 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 ang ganda lang, ang sarap lang makita nun, uh, with, with the youth of today being that active in protest, in youth movement, in youth organizing.
1: Maraming tao na may assumption na if you are for academic freeze pero you have the resources, it means na baka tamad ka or ayaw mo lang mag-aral. Um, but, I feel like it shows a lot of empathy towards people who cannot, who literally cannot continue for um, mental health reasons, dahil yung bahay nila. Yun nakaka touch for me, I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Giving giving voice to the voiceless.
2: Uh oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And these are lessons that even I didn't learn at the age, at this at that age like your high school students I didn't learn this then so even if they're not learning about Durkheim and all of these <laughs> all of these things that you, you were meant to teach in the classroom they're learning a different set of lessons that will help them.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. Napapaisip ako sa ecosystem of a school I guess and the way that it's been disrupted by the pandemic the way that it's been disrupted by the typhoon tapos iniisip ko na ano ang mangyayari if ituloy natin ang academic freeze then it means that aside from the staff that aren't that may not be getting their salaries um, in a time na kailangan ng mga ta- tao ang mga sweldo nila where, when they need to support their, their families dadami rin kasi pag naputol yung semester will the teachers still get their salaries um yun yung parang naglalaro sa utak ko ngayon thinking of the school not just by its individual parts but as an ecosystem that coexists with each other parang ganun so definitely hindi siya easy answer so there's empathy for i mean first
2: it is a good thing that there is empathy for those who are severely affected by, that, by the typhoon and for those who whose learning cannot resume at the state that they're in. So it's, it's a nice thing that people have actually raised that let's not leave anyone behind. And at the same time, empathy um, should not just be for them, but there should be like a breadth of empathy as well. How about the other people who can actually push through? or um, is there something that can be done for them? So I think that's something that I learned um from Javi as well, that you shouldn't just empathize with one person. When as you empathize with one person, I hope you don't forget to empathize with every other person as well. So there's no easy answer to this academic freeze, but it's it's a good conversation to have.
1: Let's talk a bit more about. Um, empathy, and yung nagiging impact niya. Ano ang naging impact yo, ng teacher because they were em- able to empathize with you? I can't recall a major like this
2: person was empathic with me and so my life changed. I think that I've, I've experienced empathy from teachers in subtle ways. Mm-hmm. Maybe the most I would say is in kinder, I was always the slow one. So, I I couldn't read, I couldn't write, and everyone was light years ahead of me in terms of those skills. But my teacher really exerted, um, first she sensed that I was having a hard time, and that she talked to my parents about it. And she really exerted the effort to hold my hand, to help me write, and to uh, slow down for me. I think that was one of my earliest experiences of empathy in a classroom. Cute, Nikki.
0: <laughs> uh sa akin ang ikikwento ko na lang ay si Joe Guevara. Shout out to Joe Guevara. <laughs> ay my fellow 101 professor. For me ito yung life changing uh para sa akin. Dahil maraming siyang pinasulat na reflection paper para sa filo and yeah para sa pagkatao, ano ang meron. And, yeah. and, and dahil wala kong ibang masulat sinulat ko lang kung ano yung kung ano yung, kung ano yung alam ko at yun sinulat ko sa experience ko on Gawad Kalinga and building houses in mindoro and at uh, pagkatapos bumalik sa akin yung note na ay this is good why don't you try joining jvp <laughs> which is Jesuit volunteers philippines and at yun ang aking earliest um, encounter sa JVP at dahil dun, uh yun yung yun yung simula ng aking JVP journey so sinulat niya para why don't you try joining JVP without without with zero knowledge without any context kung anin JVP uh, ni research na para oh ano volunteer organization at, at nainggan yung ako and I ended up joining uh, at isa si Jo sa mga kinausap ko nung seriously kino-consider ko na na mag-join ng JVP and nakuha ko lang na parang natindihan niya yung kwento ko parang natindihan niya yung yung experience ko at alam niya kung ano yung pinanggagalingan ko I I felt I felt seen na I felt heard andiyan I felt a connection na dahil sa kinento ko with my gawad-kalinga experience, naiintindihan niya kung ano yung pinang- pinagmumulan ko. At, at naisip niya na makakatulong ito sa akin. at uh, I would like to think nakatulong ang JVP experience ko sa akin.
1: For me, yung pinaka-impactful, I would say, thing that a prof did, or I guess yung pinaka-impactful effect of empathy, for me, was, no college ako, I had a prof, history prof siya. And I think na, meron, a lot of people have preconceived notions about history as a subject. Na boring siya, all you do is sit there and remember things and read things. And basta, there's a lot of preconceived notions that history is a very boring subject. Pero, yung teacher na yun, he, made, parang, May project kami as a class where we would pretend to be um, Greek soldiers, Greek hoplites. Tapos, he got all of the history classes um, during that semester to participate in like a battle on the field. Tapos, doon ko pinakaunang na-realize that studying history could be fun. Um, and it I like to think that he was able to make it fun and make it impactful kasi naiintindihan niya that the typical student might not enjoy sitting in class li- listening to lectures the entire time. So parang na-appreciate ko na naiintindihan niya tulad ang sinabi humiggs, I felt seen or my class felt seen by that prof na naiintindihan niya what would have been interesting to us. What changes when there's empathy in a learning experience? What is yung value ng empathy sa pag-achieve ng mga learning goals, intended outcomes, and ano yung nagiging impact niya sa learner, you think? For me, without empathy, teachers are just giving lectures,
2: trying to cover chapters, giving tests. But when there's empathy, then all of the learning experiences can be aligned towards helping that student succeed. Because you actually get to know where they're they're at, what they're feeling. You know where to start. You know how to contextualize your lessons. You know what direction to head it towards to align it to their goals as well. So without empathy, it's going to be a very bland lecture. But with empathy, it's going to be a a learning designed towards their success.
0: For me, the class becomes collaborative. Because... The students have have a say in how we create our lessons in how we design our classrooms and our activities and and i think whether they explicitly recognize it or not they can feel it and they become more engaged Yun nga so hindi siya bland lecture lang paparita tayo ng slides so si gagawin quiz Tapos, nila and we're done Tapos, 17 over 20 sila sa quiz <laughs> An and specific, 17 out of 20 well uh it oh yeah kasi sa ko 12 out of 20 sila pero masaya sila sa class <laughs> <laughs> joke lang. Hi <laughs> hi students. <laughs> um, but, 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 uh, so so was engaging you was engaging your class. Because it's collaborative. They, they have input, they, they have a say in how things are going and how they want to do things. And and they would appreciate that whether, whether they recognize it explicitly or not.
1: Ang ganda no sinabi mo Migs, about having um having a say in the classroom Because feeling ko a lot of students pag in a, I guess in a traditional classroom in a traditional way of teaching and designing learning experiences it's very easy for the student to feel powerless naaalala ko na nung student ako parang feeling ko Ola, bahala na yung prof ko. Um, what happens to me in this classroom is up to the whims of my prof. Ganon. Pero when the prof or when the teacher is able to empathize with me, I feel valued. Parang ya ako sa nangyayare sa classroom ko, and that's such a nice feeling to have when you're when you're a young student and you're not feeling very like you're you're not feeling very confident.
0: When 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 I started to shift my lessons into, into more collaborative, into more engaging, into more engaging uh, activities, hindi hindi naman parang magic po boom <laughs> Para, oh my gosh sobrang enjoy enjoying na students. So I uh, parang and steps parang, uh, into making it as good as it is now for for my students na, na na humingi akong feedback sa kanila. <laughs> Nagustuhan naggustuhan ba ba 'to? Alin sa mga activities natin yung pinaka-nag-enjoy kayo? Alin dito sa activities natin yung pinaka-pangit? Bakit siya pangit? Niyan, <laughs> bakit ay hindi natuwa? And um, kasi baka, baka naman baka din naman isipin ng ng ating mga listeners <laughs> na na kapag kapag nag-shift tayo to 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 thinking empathically, and, and designing our lessons empathically for our students na it will become completely different na parang deadpo with society tatayo sila sa whatever ka, uh, para decidera, captain,
1: ta, my, captain,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, captain <laughs> my captain captain my captain it's not it's not like that uh so kaya kaya ko din sinabi na para yung mga students ko buwag pagsaks quizzes pero nag-e-entry sila because it it will take it will take time and it will take change uh and it will it will be it will be a learning process for for all for for us teachers then
1: and on your point na proseso nga yung pagiging empathetic sa mga estudyante natin or empathic since sabi naman ng Google na it's the same thing <laughs> How do you think that we can develop or strengthen empathy? Alam ko ako kaya kong aminin na I I don't think that I'm the most empathetic person. Um there are a lot of times na yung una kong naiisip talaga is mas na, nagiging focus ko yung nararamdaman ko at the moment rather than what the other person might be feeling. So paano natin kaya ma-strengthen or ma-develop yung empathy? For me, the first mindset is being non-judgmental of your emotions. I think uh, we've
2: experienced this. We tend to brand some emotions as bad, and some emotions as um, something you shouldn't linger on. You shouldn't. You should try not to feel. And there are emotions that are good. So I think one big thing that people can do to, towards becoming more empathic is to just not be judgmental of emotions. If you feel sad, then allow yourself to feel sad. If if you see someone um, feeling angry, you don't tell them that's not a good feeling. Can you stop doing that? I think just allowing emotions to be what they are and respecting them per, for what they are is one step towards being more empathic because all emotions actually serve different purpose. So if you're angry, um, it's a way for you to address that frustration or if you're sad it's a way for you to connect if you're if you're sad or you're feeling lonely it's a way for you to to reach out to other people so that you feel less sad and lonely if you're feeling angry it's for you to recognize you're not meeting a goal and it helps you become aware that there are other ways other things that you can do towards meeting your goal so it's not always about being happy if you don't repress your own emotions and if you don't force other people to repress specific emotions. That's one way towards allowing yourself to understand your emotions and the emotions of
1: others. Thanks, Nikki. What's your tip? My tip? <laughs> <laughs> my tip, I'm trying to get better at this. I am trying to pause. For example, pag may narinig na nakakasakit sa akin, before, yung unang... Uh, yung unang reaction ko is always to feel hurt. Yung parang, and, and I think na parang, wow, nakakasakit yun. But, taking that moment to like, okay, I feel hurt. What does, San kaya nanggagaling yung other person? And, I guess tulad ng sinasabi natin throughout the entire conversation, it's not something that comes naturally to us. It has to be practiced. So yun, I've been trying to get better at that.
0: So parang, don't judge our emotions and then to <laughs> pause. Uh, I ask questions. And yeah, katanong ako. And um uh maraming, maraming relief operations right now. Diba? Uh, dahil parang ten thousand yung pag yun sa atin in the past week. <laughs> eh may mga may mga reports na nagbabalik na na may mga may mga relief goods na mga damit na pina na old clothes na dinodonate na hindi naman kailangan ng community yung kailangan nila tubig kailangan nila um uh gumot kailangan nila ng other things uh, at at kung kung nagtanong lang sana kung nagtanong lang sana yung magdo-donate di sana mas was useful was worth it yung yung donation and with that in mind i um ako i ask always ask my students ayan how uh, how they are and i i ask them how their other school requirements are going and I ask them how's their love life from <laughs> um, from 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 those questions i get a better understanding of where they are coming from and uh, one of my one of my good practices in my classes would by ha- always have every start of the week the first session namin, uh i spend mga 10 minutes 5 10 minutes just asking them uh what are what are their wins yeah it's for the win moments and yan, so para hindi siya siya sabi explanation ko it doesn't have to be a uh, large para big time thing na parang sir uh, well, over the weekend naging millionaire po ako na nalo ako sa lotto it can be something small Pang sir pag-ising ko po bacon yung, yung ulam namin ang sarap and just something something they want to share something that they did something that happened to them that that made them smile that they consider a win and from from those simple small stories i get a better understanding of my students some of them talk about uh yung fears nila with college applications a few of them talk about yung BTS na ngayon ganyan and uh, and NCT yun ba yun wavy and um yeah i know <laughs> kilala ko na sila kung ang kwento nila ay for school requirements ka for the next few days kaya kong mag kaya kong i-lesson yung at least for my class ayan uh, bawasan ko ng konti kung ano gagawin namin and if i have ayo know, para magbibigay ako ng a little more free time para makagawa sila ng, uh, ng, ng requirements nila i uh, or i or i spend a few more minutes just settling them down para hindi silang masyadong stressed hindi silang masyadong panic it it helps build that up ayan just asking questions and, and it works not just with my students, it works with every, with all our relationships. Uh, if we ask questions, we get a better understanding of people.
2: I love your tip about asking questions because I think the biggest block for empathy is assuming that you already know everything. And you just act based on your, what would work for you, based on what you think is right, when actually there's so much more to know about another person and their preferences. So I think the other tool that um, I've experienced a lot in Havi is that is the empathy map, which is a design thinking tool. It just gives you that space to think about what the other person is going through, what they're seeing, what they're hearing, what they're thinking. And when you actually give yourself that space to ask those seemingly obvious questions, you get so much more insights about the person that you're thinking about. So doing an empathy map, Um, whether on your own reflecting or whether you're actually going to reach out to that person and ask them the answers to the questions of what they're doing, what they're seeing, what they're feeling. It's actually a very useful intentional activity for empathy.
1: Knowing what you know now about empathy and how it impacts our, our lives, how do you feel now after this conversation? I just feel like
2: I especially have a tendency towards jumping straight into the work and ignoring what what other things are happening in the world. But now that we've talked about it, I can really remember why it doesn't help to ignore and, and ignore the feelings of people. It really helps to validate and acknowledge them if you want to get anything done.
1: Oh, this
0: this conversation helped me to remind myself na my my lessons are a process my empathy is a process na kailangan ko siyang hulmahin it inform uh continually uh the kasi eh baka na baka ako na din as what niki said earlier na parang nag-assume na din baka baka mag-assume na din ako uh, sa sa experience na students ko sa experience ng mga friends ko at hindi na den, hindi na helpful. So it's, it, this is a reminder for me to be mindful, diba? to be intentional nga of uh, what I am doing and why I am doing these things.
1: Ako naman, um, coming out of this conversation, um, I think nowadays it's very easy to feel like um, the world is not sensitive to you or not sensitive to other people. But yeah. having this conversation reminded me that there are always people out there who care and want to care and want to learn how to care better. All right. Thank you, Miguel, And thank you, Nikki, for joining us in this conversation about empathy and making learning happen. If we started the conversation with a check-in, let's end it with a check-out. So for our check-out prompt for today, fill in the blank. When people are more empathetic, blank.
0: When people are empathetic, the world will be a better place.
2: When, oh, ito na lang, which is what I learned from this conversation. When people are empathetic, more people feel seen and
1: valued. When people are empathetic, then we become more caring towards each other.
2: Happy Hour. Kuntuhan, tanungan, Pala